The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. What we're going to be discussing today is lessons from spending $60,000 on paid ads for my design business. So I thought that just last week I'd tipped over $60,000 in ad spend for the year. It turns out it's 64 and a bit, probably be about 65, 66 by the end of today. Um, I'm going to send an image and put an image uh, just below this video as well uh, for those on uh, my Facebook business page. But, you know, marketing is more than just building a website. And what I want to take you through is the lessons from spending this amount of money. You know, marketing is more than just building a website. It is about, you know, what people see and think when you put your business, your offer, your value proposition in front of them and they come across your message. Uh, a lot of designers have a great opportunity for growth here because they think that just marketing is building a website, it's making some pretty images, it's you know putting a logo up. Unfortunately, you know these things where a lot of designers spend you know ninety five percent of their time, they only make up a very small you know wedge of the entire process that a stranger goes through to be educated on what a designer can do, see the inherent value in it, see that there's potentially an investment there to be made and that they can generate a return on investment from working with you and engage you and move into paid work. So what I want to do on today's episode is really just take you through you know, the biggest lessons. I think I've got six here that I have learnt spending $60,000 and more now uh, in 2019 throughout my design business, okay? So the first thing that I've learned is that paid traffic is highly complicated until it's not, okay? So when I first jumped into paid traffic uh, two and a half, three years ago, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing and it was extremely daunting and it seemed insanely complicated and everybody who was talking about it felt like it was speaking a completely different language. But what I did is that I just stuck with it, you know, very similar to learning Adobe Illustrator or SolidWorks. It's very daunting the first day, but very quickly, there's only so much that you can learn until you start to get an understanding for it and get a knack for it. And now I completely understand how the system works. Okay, so for those designers out there that, you know, the only thing that's preventing them from, you know, dabbling and spending a little bit of money in paid traffic, whether it be Google ads or Facebook ads, you have to understand that you very quickly learn all of the, you know, the fundamentals, you learn all of the skills. The minute you get on top of them, you are able to start see, you know, seeing how things work. And this is what, you know, brings me on to the next lesson, which is, Lesson number two, the longer that you do it for, the greater your ability to see the matrix. So there is a matrix that comes from paid traffic. You know, it's being able to see patterns 
in you know your advertising spend and how that relates to your design business so things like how much do i have to spend to get somebody onto my page how much do i have to spend to get somebody to watch my video case study which is you know one of the powerful tools we use to uh, sell our services and invite people to get in contact with us how much does it cost me to get somebody to reach out and generate a sales call and ultimately how much does it cost me to bring on a new client? So the longer that you do these things for, the greater your ability to start to see the patterns and relationships. And you'll start to understand that, you know, uh, pay traffic comes in ebbs and flows. So you might have three or four really bad days where you don't generate many results at all. But after you do it for long enough, you start to realize that you know, similar to probability, like if you go to a casino and the roulette wheel, if you see, you know, seven or eight, you know, black numbers come up in a row, the likelihood is that it's going to be leveled out by blacks in the future. And paid advertising is is no different. Uh, when you start recording your metrics every day, okay, one big thing about, you know, running successful paid advertising campaigns for design businesses, like any business, to be honest, that you have to be measuring your numbers every single day. Because by measuring, you start to put numbers and you start to associate you know, the results that you're getting. And by measuring every single day, you can tell whether you're improving or if you're going backwards. You can start to identify what's working, what is not, what to do more of, and obviously what to do less of. So next lesson is that you cannot just push traffic to a portfolio, okay? So what I learned the hard way, you know, three and a half, four years ago, a long time ago before this started to work, is that you cannot just push, you know, paid traffic, whether it be Facebook or Google Ads traffic to just a standard portfolio. Why? because it doesn't give enough information, okay? You've got to get into the buying mentality of your potential prospects and clients, right? They come across a message from you, they click on something, you know, they might be searching on Google Ads or Facebook Ads, they come across something that, you know, you know, uh, aggravates their interest, they go to your webpage and what most designers do is they just push their paid traffic to the homepage of their portfolio website, which says nothing but, hi, we are a design business, or we do design, or we have eight years experience. But guess what? You know, your prospects, your clients, they're selfish. They wanna know what is in it for them. You know, what is the problem that you solve for these guys? What is the valuable and selfish outcome they can expect to get working with you? When prospects and traffic visitors visit sites that don't tell them anything about what they're getting or the value that they may receive, then they bounce. And this is why a lot of designers struggle. And it's why they burn through a lot of money because they send people to a portfolio. But the thing about a portfolio you have to understand is that the general market don't get design portfolios. You know, design is a language just like French or Spanish or Japanese. It's a language that you learn. 
you know, through college, through university, through perfecting your craft, hanging out in a design community, all of the conversations that you have, you know, your understanding of the art and the craft, you know, a portfolio is the communication of that language. But unfortunately, your market, the people that you're trying to attract, they don't get the language. Because if they did get the language, they wouldn't need you at all, okay? So if you are to push paid traffic to a portfolio, it would be the equivalent to, let's just say you translate French for people. You're a French translator, okay? You would not have ads for French translation on Facebook or Google and point people towards MP3 recordings of you translating French. Why not? Because your market doesn't speak French. This is why they want to engage with you because they don't get the language, okay? And you wanna be thinking the exact same way for your design business. Your market doesn't understand the language of design, so don't have marketing content on your website that is all in that language. The way to avoid this is to focus on what outcome your client wants from the potential engagement, okay? So no, you know, client or prospect wants design services. They want what the design services can potentially provide. They want the solution that design services, you know, provide. So you need to think of what that higher level of value is. You know, for a struggling business, a website is not the solution, but it might be more online clients, all right? For a business who feels like, you know, their major problem might be the fact that they can't communicate their value. Just a logo is not going to solve this, but maybe branding and strategy will. You need to think about the higher power, okay? And focusing on this selfish outcome or this, you know, specific event that your market is going after is the best message to push all of your paid traffic to, okay? And this is through hundreds of thousands of dollars of testing, all right? So this is not just an idea, this is a proven you know, thing. Then, lesson number four is that I didn't know anything about what my best clients wanted. So the reason that I say this is because when I first started design and when I started generating a couple of clients and building you know, a bit of momentum, I thought that I knew that my design clients just wanted great design. But the great thing about spending so much money in paid traffic is that you get to test different messages. You know, you might have a particular message that you send out to a specific audience, and then you'll create, you know, a variant of that message and send it to another audience. What paid traffic gives you the ability to do is measure and identify what is the most powerful message and what is the most powerful audience, if you know how to measure and track things correctly. What I found very quickly was that I had no idea about the best way to communicate my value. And I'm completely fine with that because what paid traffic has allowed me to do is figure out the best way to sell myself, okay? Inherently, as designers, you have to very quickly get over the idea that there's actually a better way to figure out the best way to communicate and market your value. And that is to let the market tell you how to you know, position yourself. So 
you know, two and a half years, I made the decision to literally not have an opinion on what I thought was the best way to move forward and to let the market decide for me. The minute that I started letting the market decide how I should position my business, you know, based on the opportunities I was getting, this was the minute that I started to make real money because now I was listening to the market and what they needed, you know, the problems the market had. I was, you know, uh, taking and understanding the data from my paid traffic. I was building, you know, better offers. So I was sending messages out to the market. I was spending money so that people could see them. Where people were clicking, where more people were converting is how I pushed and, you know, evolved the design business to the point now where I literally don't decide, you know, how my design business is going to be positioned right now or in the future. I literally let the market feedback dictate the best way to position because the market is the one who determines whether the money is going to be spent or not. Most designers think that the best and most valuable way to communicate what they do is to say that I'm a branding designer, a product designer, an industrial designer. It's not the case. The most effective way is how the market responds. And by testing you know, different messages for the market to respond to, you can identify the best way to sell your value as well. So yeah, basically, you know, after spending multiple six figures in paid traffic, I can tell you right now, the best way to position your design business is not based on your own opinion, but it's on the direct real market feedback that you get from the people that you're trying to attract. Next major lesson, lesson number five, is that there is no such thing as competition. Okay, so it's very easy to think that you're competing against other designers, when you start paid advertising or you're competing against everyone else who's trying to advertise on these you know, particular platforms, there is an element of truth to that, but there's also a massive element of truth to the idea that there is no competition at all. And the reason that I say this is because the minute that you establish a relationship between spending $1 and receiving you know, 5 6 20 or 50 back it doesn't matter who you're competing against because you're profitable okay and this is what paid traffic allows you to do the minute that you can consistently and predictably spend one dollar on paid traffic and get a return in multiples back time after time day after day week after week month after month then you are literally in control of everything and it doesn't matter how many people you're competing with in your space because you're making a return on investment. And this is what all business is about. You know, business owners think exactly the same thing. You know, return on investment is the language they operate by. And this is the language that you want to operate by. And this is the language that you want to make decisions with. You know, am I getting a return on the time or the resources or the money that I'm investing into something? So there is no such thing as competition. The minute that you are generating a positive return on investment from your advertising spend, you don't have to worry about who else is out there. You just need to figure out how can you scale, how can you generate more opportunity and spend more money, but then you know how do you put the systems in place to, to fulfill and deliver on these greater opportunities as well. So that was lesson number five. 
lesson number six and the last le- lesson essentially, you know, from spending $60,000 on paid ads this year is that opportunity volume literally solves everything. So opportunity volume is really just the volume of qualified people coming to you, wanting to speak to you about how you can help them with your design services. Okay, so what we call these within our design authority training program is qualified applications. These are people who are aware of what we do. They think that what we do is valuable enough for them to reach out, answer a quick survey that you know identifies that they've got the money, they're willing to move forward now and they would like to speak to us, okay? When you have, you know, you wake up on a Monday morning and you've got five, six, 10 people booked into your calendar for the week wanting to speak to you about how you can help them, it literally solves a lot of the stresses that you confront being a design business owner. You know, a lot of the stresses that designers run into is just the fact that they don't know where their next opportunity is coming from. You know, they might work really hard for a month. They've got a lot of projects on. They're extremely busy, but in delivering and spending 8, 10, 12 hours per day delivering this work, they forget by the end of the month that they haven't generated the opportunities and the leads to provide the projects for the next month and the month after. Opportunity volume solves everything. So number one, the the one most important area that opportunity solves is your pricing. So the big thing that I've learned through generating way more traffic using you know paid traffic and advertising spend is that I've been able to increase my prices because now I'm able to generate more opportunity, more prospects, more potential clients it means that I've got so much more opportunity coming in that I don't actually have time to work with everyone. So what does this mean? It means that I can afford to bump my prices up consistently until some of these people go away. So this has had a dramatic effect on what I've been able to charge for my services because you know, something that I might have charged $5,000 for two years ago is now I'm charging you know, nine, dollars $10,000, $11,000 for it and if the person says no, that's completely fine because I've got another six people that are wanting to speak to me or I've got another six potential pro- proposals that are up and I can't do all of them, okay? The other really powerful thing that opportunity solves is quality of client. When you have you know, a list of five, six, seven, eight, nine you know, people wanting to speak to you about how your design services can help them, you can become way more specific in particular about the way that you pick who you work with, okay? People who come in who don't seem ideal, but you're desperate, you know, is a terrible situation, but a very common situation for a lot of designers because they don't have the lead flow to say no to the bad situation and to the bad quality client. They have to take them on because they need the money now. So opportunity volume, allows you not only to raise your prices, but it allows you to be really specific and fussy nearly with who and the caliber of the person that you choose to work with. So opportunity volume really does solve everything and it's by far the most important you know, component to the whole business side of your business. So you know, every 
design business can be broken down into supply and demand. And supply is just literally the ability to produce the work, to deliver your design expertise. The demand is the ability to win the projects to start with, okay? Out of all of the demand half of your business, generating opportunity volumes by far the most important thing. And it's something that paid traffic allows you to create an abundance of. Okay, so hopefully you've got some value out of these six uh, lessons that I've learned, you know, spending over $60,000 in 2019 to this point. If you've got any other questions more specifically uh, about paid traffic, guys, feel free to reach out to me, um, patrick at profitabledesigner.com. That's it for today, guys, and we'll speak to you soon.